You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 129. Rages on in Humphrey Dumfries Wizard Tower as our uh, as our new you know temporary not temporary I should say but our our unusual unexpected grouping of characters here as Drustin Oilvane and uh, Bearjaw along with Taita and two newcomers one three six nine and Quillet. Uh, are in the tower fighting some ghosts that have been running amok for a number of years around this place. We find ourselves in the middle, uh, in the middle of this fight. With currently in the, uh, gr- in the entry room of the tower, there is one uh, skinny, <clears throat> skinny, mostly humanoid-looking ghost uh, standing on this south side of the tower. Here, he has been—he uh, has been beaten to shreds by the group here. Uh, not the least of which because of one three six nine's incredible ability to hit the pressure points on a ghost and stun it, and uh, it is yeah. indeed still stunned as one three six nine is up first but before he does some uh three books not three four books uh in this whole place as books are stacked as high as you can reach i mean this room is 60 feet tall if you remember and the bookcases go up uh more than half the height of that is and the upper shelves aren't as chock full of books as the lower shelves but still a respectable number um as two books float off of the shelves around you and another book floats up off of the ground and it's drustin uh and uh and oil vein holding up the rear here that uh, can see another book from the other side of the tower has also lifted up under its own power its pages fluttering menacingly at you if you remember there were animated books that uh book bats that came before as well yeah they were book bats you remember the book bats and i remember uh, here the book you bats. go book bats <clears throat> so let me get them know. added to the board here and so, one we want them in the initiative right now uh yeah put them in the initiative at the top of the round here so one is there one is there. One just came up from the middle of the floor here, like there, and the other one came off the shelf on the other side of the room. All right. So, 1369, you are up first. 1369 goes five. No, that's not me. That's Wolvane. Five, 10, 15. And lays into the ghost with a rapid series of lightning fast punches. Um, so these have advantage, I believe, because it is stunned. Yep. So here's the first one. Uh, let's say 
18 plus some stuff. I think that's going to be a hit. Uh, yes, my, that will. My target AC. Okay, second one. Uh, ooh, a two and a three. That's low. Let's see. That's my bonus. That'd be amazing if that still hits. Um, my eleven. Oh, never mind. It does not. Okay, and the third one. Uh, that's uh, nine seventeen. That will hit. Or is that a yeah? It's a nine. Okay, cool. So two hits. So I'm not doing my stunning shenanigans. Uh, this is going to be 3d6 plus... No, 2d6 plus 8. Not amazing. So 4 plus 8, so 12 damage from two different sources. 12 damage. What does this look like? As uh, the ghost sticking out of the door, like half in, half out, half even there, as 1369 just you know, starts striking it with its mechanical-ish looking limbs. Does it make, like, uh, fists? Like, punches? Or is it doing, like, palm presses? Or... <sighs> what, what fighting style do you see this like? All elbows? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of elbows in, like, that Thai boxing. <laughs> I would say it's not... I would say it's very much... Mmm... Is it very fluid like Kung Fu, or is it very yeah. choppy like karate? Or is it like, is it more like arm bars and locks and he's like manipulating joints? Or is it like, is it mostly feet? Is it mostly hands? Eric can describe like a... hand-to-hand fighting styles a lot better than I can. Oh, <laughs> that's like true. Listen for approval from the audience. Yeah. Before... Um, I want to say almost sort of a, how to phrase it. An organic fighting style. So it, not an organic fighting style. Not organic. It's it's a robot creature. Inorganic um, fighting an style. An inorganic fighting style. Strange um, angles. So strange angles and unusual like moves and like. I'm thinking about the way that the bounty hunter moves in, like uh, which one call it? The uh, the new one. What's it called? The oh, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian guy. How he like doesn't shoot like a human. Like he doesn't like take aim. He just like moves in all these weird ways. Like he'll spin all the way around and hit somebody. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out for inspiration. That's cool. Yeah. I love it. So as his inorganic fighting style almost almost looks stilted to uh, someone that is, you know, trained in the in the in the organic martial arts. Um <laughs> sees these rapid strikes come in and with the last blow from one three six nine it just it clearly catches a uh, a chunk of the true life force of this uh of this ghost and uh immediately the the body of the ghost just starts melting, dripping down to the ground as the ectoplasm, uh, as it falls down. These are blue, right? Oh yeah, that's what the picture is. Yeah, so there's this largely blue goo and glowing nature just sort of dissipates in every direction and you hear a You hear a sorrow in the, uh, in the voice and it's Drustin who still has detect thoughts active, I think. 
We're going to say yes. I yes. Don't need, don't need Dan to go and figure out how to do it. Oh, we didn't say for the listeners at actually, least. Dan will be playing Tristan this week. Um, actually, no. He even he even had Comprehend Languages going. Well, I guess, yeah. He That's cast Tongues early. That's what it's done. Um, and then he, um, he had Detect Thoughts going. So, um, Drustin, in the thoughts, um, the surface thoughts that Drustin is hearing as this happens is, first and foremost, exactly what you expect. You're killing something. He's hearing fear, panic, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's uh, everything you would expect. A, I sense pain. A man to think. Uh, as he is dying, is breathing his last breath. But then Drustin gets some flashes, right as it's happening, of a second voice. A second voice of confusion, of, of um, he, he feels these surface thoughts of confusion, of, uh, uh, and, and his distinct sense of, oh God, I'm trying to think of a particular word. Only. Oh my god, it's not coming to me. Um, Good them. There's this. There is this second thought there that is um, uh, that is confused and scared, but not of dying of of what it is and what's going on. Right as it blinks out, a it's second consciousness, disoriented, confusion, and then gone and dead. This ghost has rabies. Hmm. <laughs> the fluttering Six, nine, of the pages of the books continues. Five, ten, fifteen. <clears throat> says, "There is confusion." As, uh, as the ghost finishes exploding and falling apart and dripping to the ground and getting goo everywhere, you feel the entire tower shudder for just a moment as you hear a noise come from an indescribable position, not in front of you, not even necessarily here with you, but you hear one, two, could it be three voices? Sorrow, screaming, pain. All of you hear this clearly as it just reverberates through the very walls of this place. Hmm. What have you done, 1369? Who's next? Uh, that is... Oil Vane. Oil Vane with Dressin on deck. Uh, hang on. So you you roll the book bats. Where are they coming in? You said at the top of the initiative. No, top of the initiative is when they spawned. Sorry, no, they need to be... Okay. They, need to, the, they had a position before, didn't they? Uh, that was a previous uh, combat. We they were all eliminated. That was a different combat. We did re-roll the initiative. Okay, let me roll them in. Uh, oh, that'll be 17. Unfortunately, the chat does not have the initiative we wrote before. I believe we had some pretty high ones. Put so them after we... Justin. All right, it's oil vein. I'm dressing on deck, and then book pants. And the ghost is still there. Uh, no, sorry, the ghost is dead. He's gone. Well, I mean, it went flat, and oh, I'm sad. All right, 
You are muted, Kevin. Thank you. Uh, Oil Vane's going to move to this spot so he can uh, <clears throat> spy on this uh, book bat over here, yonder. And he's going to kind of carry on what he was doing last week. He's going to mm. do another Chaos Bolt. Another Chaos Bolt. Do they chaos don't bolt. have resistance to Psychic. But to, oh, don't roll... Don't. But don't roll acid. Don't roll I learned acid. how Chaos Bolt works. <laughs> secrets are out. Oh, do I have Psychic? The secret is, you have no control over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll try Psychic next time. Alright. So let me, uh... This is gonna be a third level. And, uh, let's see here. I'm gonna roll on my... Ooh! I got a... I rolled a 20. Plus 10, so that's a 30. A 30 to hit? That'll hit. <laughs> All right. Goodness. Uh, let's see. I roll my damage. What did you roll? Natural? Uh, 20. Oh, so it's a, it's a crit. It's a crit, yeah. Gotcha. Spell okay. crit. You do that. Yeah, they do. Uh, I remember that's one of the things we learned early on. I rolled a... Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me pick the damage type. Where are you rolling? I'm rolling on the the D and D Beyond. Uh, oh, you're not rolling in the thing. Yeah, okay. I think uh, you can do that if you want. Yeah, I thought I'd just do it for this one since I'm jumping into it. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, that's uh, lightning damage. 17 lightning damage. So what does this look like? Uh, when Oil Vane kind of steps forward, he uh, he moves pretty quickly and butts himself up against the... Is this a wall right here? Yes, it is. Yeah, he's butt up, he butts up against the wall and then he swings the his staff power forward towards that... Uh, towards that book bed and that arc of lightning just like streaks out right as he uh, he moves into position the arc of lightning streaks out and slams into the book causing it to explode into a shower of pages which flutter down all throughout this room the book bat is no more does oil vein say anything he's been pretty chatty in this dungeon uh, oi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. Oh, oh, oh. oh nice. As the pages uh, as the pages flutter down to the ground, the spine of the book lands with a heavy thud, and you can see that it says a synopsis of charms. Oh. <laughs> Is Drewston respond to like have a feeling about that? Oh, um... I mean, he's also seeing all the other books all around, too. <laughs> but yeah, you see, says, see it. Knowledge! <laughs> and then, he looks over at Oilvane, he says, Aye! <clears throat> and those last two look like they've got some real brain teasers in them! And he <laughs> moves over... Ah! I've been slain. There we go. 
to this spot Bounces here. off bear jaws, meaty thighs. Dan's not Points. used to moving Drustin's miniature. He's not used to all yeah, the nuances of that yeah. shape. There's always a learning curve. totally differently. Center of gravity is much lower. Points out the wand of entangle. As I think, I believe we covered, I think Kevin had asked us before that they are, they're hovering, but they are occupying that space. Plants could, could plants grab them? Yeah. Um, uh, spell uh, of entangle. You mean, you mean how high are they? Are? Is, yeah. is what you're asking? Yeah, they, um, close enough gotcha they probably they won't be affected by rough terrain but they could potentially be grasped by the yeah they're the flying but vines <clears throat> the creature in the area when you area when they cast a spell must succeed at a strength saving throw of dc 13 it is a uh, 20 foot area so it can get both of them perfect so he's gonna put it uh basically on that side of the room so it's just an edge here so it does not actually hit quillet um but each of them will have to make DC 13 or be restrained. Uh, DC 13 strength or be restrained. Oh, that is, uh, uh, that's a seven on the first one. And a 17 on the second one. All right. Um, just say this first one's restrained. Sure, that works. Um, and then uh, his Unga. Go help our shadowy friend! And Anga goes over, I guess, flying next. This is all rough terrain in this area while Grissom's concentrating on it, but the main thing is this that one is restrained. Anga then flies over here and is going to um, help. Is it help? Aid? Assist? Help. Um, quit it. That's called help. Quit it. I love the flying books. They look so good in this. They look really good. And that is turn end. All right. And who's up next? Oh, sorry. I was writing my notes down for what I've used up. Cannot edit. Uh, now it is book bats with Bear John the on deck. Book bats. Um, the book bats. Well, one book bat is restrained, which means it can't move, right? Yeah, so, and you can use its action to make a check again to see if it can break. Uh, that's DC what 13. it will do. DC 13. Yeah, that's going to be a two. So <clears throat> the restrained book bat just flutters against its restraints. As... And Justin says, ah, what an enthralling read. What's restrained writing? So, in so entangling. Uh, I've heard of book binding, but this is ridiculous. The uh, the book moves lightning fast towards Quillet as uh, you know it's sort of like fluttering in the air and then suddenly just slams downward at uh, at Quillet, just going right for his head, like like a like an MLB pitcher chucking a book at full strength at your head. I mean, it is just it's just going. And uh, here it is. Let's roll the attack. I'll be a 19 AC. Mm-hmm. They're always versus AC, but I'll never break that habit. That's true. Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll get me. That will get you. Then that will be 15 damage. Okay. Physical. Or, I guess, uh, blunt bludgeoning 
15 bludgeoning damage. Um, and the other one, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Uh, the other one is using a, uh, a charge. So it is getting uh, its dash action with, a, uh, with an attack at the end of it to Drustin. Ooh. Not a lot of creatures have a charge ability. That's pretty cool. It is a. It is. It is special. They uh, again lightning fast just across the room. You know, it's like fluttering there, and then boom, just gets just uh, goes straight to Drustin. I've no, that's a, a crit. Oh. I've Ooh. never met a book I didn't like. Um, I'm about to change that. So that is a. Uh, that is a crit. Which means damage gets rolled twice. Paper cut. I don't know how. Yeah. That, I don't. <laughs> it just I do it with fixed. <laughs> I've been doing fixed damage, so uh, that's a little bit Arterial different. Spray. It wouldn't just be double because they not double. have the modifier in there. Yeah, yeah, it's not double, but uh, also I only just have a fifteen for these guys, so I'm gonna call it. Uh, uh, we're gonna call it twenty-five. Um, twenty-five damage. To Justin, but also because it's a crit, this is something I had actually planned, and I expected. I don't know why I planned something like this when it's not actually going to happen. That because it's a crit, it also obliterates the book. The book? Uh, no! Yeah, it goes flying across, slams into uh, uh, slams into Drustin, and uh, the pages turn to dust as uh, uh, as they hit him. <laughs> The force from the uh, the force from the attack just causes this. This is, must have been an older tome as it disintegrates from the hit. Justin holding his holding his wounds says, "No!" Oh wait, nay! That is Verja up with Q. Um, right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, the, I'm going the, to... not, not done there yet. I need to... Oh. The secret book bats go. How many hit points does he have? Wow. It's 65. Yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Keep going. It is Bearjaw. Dressed in wild shapes. All right. Bearjaw's up with Kiwanda. Okay. Well, that's taken care of. So Bearjaw will <laughs> approach... That's a move. Um... And then putting putting down your hammer, is that like a... Dropping right. an action. Dropping an option is... Drop. Okay, so she'll drop it. She'll drop it. And then she's just going to reach out with her hand and, like, grab the book. Like, <gasps> she's going to... No. no <laughs> she's going to grapple the book. Well, she's going to try to, you know, snatch it out of the air with her hand. It's a book. Snatch it out of the air. All right. Go for it. Okay. This is an opposed so, roll, right? One of the only opposed yeah, rolls in so, the game. Yeah, so go for it, except... I don't know. I believe it's your athletics? That's true, there aren't very many... And the your athletics versus its athletics or acrobatics, right? I believe I so, yeah. Why yeah, all no. of a sudden my... Because you can squirrel away, but you can't squirrel someone. My beyond is not... Oh, there we go. Okay. This one so says... it's advantage... Oh, we, we lost you, Kalen. Yeah. Hang on, we we lost. Sorry, you for, for can a you hear me seconds. now? Yeah, but can we you hear don't me have now? Your, We don't have your camera. Okay. I see you. Really? Uh, Do you see her? Her eyes not moving. 
Yeah, that's uh... No, she's not moving. I take that back. Okay, fine. Hold on. Let me see if I can fix that. Yeah, it's Trump's uh, I'll just stop. Hi, Beja. I always assumed the only book you would read would be one that fights back. It's working again. Kino, I think I took your die. I think this is yours. Um, nope. Oh. No, it's these. Okay, go for it. Or are you raging? Okay, yeah. Oh, no, you have advantage. Uh, athletic, so okay. 18 plus 8. Oh, I don't think it's even... It's not even possible. Let's go... What you got... What you got, book? Uh, he no. did get a... Uh, uh, yeah, 16. Plus 4. I can't do math today. Take a... Alright, so not... Not quite. It's grappled. Um, is this the kind of tome that requires a two-handed snatch? Like, like, pow, like that? Or can she... She can grab it with one. Bear jaw can uh, grab it with one. She's hand. got big hands, like huge, enormous hands. So yeah, I like so yeah, she just reaches in out, kind of does this kind of move, like she's gonna like snatch a bird out of a out of the air, and and that's literally what she does. She just kind of boop, and it closes the book as she grabs it. So she didn't grab it by one of its little wingies, letting it flap around. She she snapped that thing shut, and she grabs it, and then kind of look, looks at the other one like. I've got two hands. As it stops moving, it is as it is held in Bear Jaw's hand, and its fluttering is uh, is held steady. It is held still enough for Drishton's sharp eyes to make out the title along the spine, which is. Can anyone guess? I'm giving you a chance to guess. Something got something with Fire Lords. The other one was charms. Theoretical reconstitution. <gasps> Drusen mm-hmm. says, Berger, hang on to that book! That is what I am doing! You see her hand, like, reacting to it trying to flutter away. Don't squeeze it! <laughs> Don't squeeze it. Don't squeeze the book, Berger. The only way I know how to interact with books. Uh, if that's Berger, Q is up. Uh, is that book... Q's attention is or? drawn by the... Ecto Icker, which is at his feet, in front of him with the slain ghost, but his uh, his attention is more drawn to the immediate threats present, and he hears Drussen's exclaim. He says, "Are the books important? Are they are they not threats?" As he kind of pivots to defend himself against another, against I guess the same book descending on him again. Uh, well, will respond that, to that. That same book is is held by Bearjaw currently. But Just this one over here is restrained by around. plants. Oh, that one's restrained by plants. Yeah. Oh, there, gotcha. I thought there is currently the... no uh, there is currently no flying book with unrestricted movement. I thought that she had grabbed the restrained one. So good. Uh, there's uh, a teeny little icon here. It is a, it is a little status effect token. Oh, nice. It's not very noticeable, but I am we'll using to keep it. those. If we start keeping an eye on for things like that, yeah, they they're players? down here, Dan. Oh, there they are. Ooh, Perfect. I don't know. Um, is the is the other book close enough to see then to 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 see what it says? It's within five feet of you, I think. Uh, yeah, it's fluttering around. Oh. Uh, but when you uh, roll a perce- roll a perception check, it's not your action. Just roll a perception check. Let's see what I can see. 
gonna read a book bad. Gonna roll one of these. Take a look. At flying rainbow. Five. Five. Five? Yeah. Plus? Uh, it's hard. It's a total. long... Go, say again? Yeah, total. Sam asked total. plus. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a long sure title. You it's can erotic see, fiction. Uh, the word expose is is in big... Uh, is in, you know, is, is laid out big, and then it says something, something, and, and then you see economic agreements. Hmm. Gotcha. Economic agreements? Interesting. Boring. To what we're doing. Kiblam! <laughs> <laughs> Another dark blast flies from the hands of Quillet Fred. Oh, that oh, was dude. so close to a 20. That was not a 20. That instead is. Uh, what, 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 what? Yeah, there we go. A 13 versus AC. 13 versus AC will hit. That's great. Just barely. It's restrained. Actually, if it's restrained, do you get... I, I think you might. I do get advantage on the attack. I'll roll that for crit just in case. Here's the damage, though, otherwise. Otherwise, the damage is... 13. Unless this is a 20. No. <laughs> no. No, get that out of here. That is a, yeah, a thir 13 damage against the other book. And how does he attack? This is a, a line of kind of like misty shadow that just launches from his hands, from, from the tip of his shadowy sword now, and uh, just it kind of concussively slams into the book. All right. Uh, so, yeah, he's uh, Quillet. Leans around this freestanding closed, uh, this closed door. If you remember, there's just a door in the middle of the room here where the ghost had originally come out. He leans around, points the sword, and uh, and catches the book bat uh, right in its. I would say center of mass. Spine. It's kind of only one in point on the book, right in, in its the spine the as the, the as the binding the bends. The binding bends backwards. The, uh, the, the two that. covers, uh, two covers, overextending, and you hear a crack as the uh, as the binding tears and the book flutters. It not lifeless. It is like trying to flap but can't, and flutters to the ground and is now just kind of flopping on the ground Ew. as the uh, as the plants loosen their grip and it doesn't seem to be able to uh, to get Ew. up. To herm me. Uh... That's that. He turns towards the other book, held by Bearjaw. Ah. Turnover. If a librarian were here, they would be quite upset. <laughs> it's Tita's turn. Uh. Tita bought 5K. Uh. uh Taita simply walks over to the still uh, fluttering, uh, the fl still fluttering book bat, and just lifts up her metal foot and smashes down on it. As it, uh, as then you hear another crack and it stops, uh, stops fluttering on the ground. Oh, jeez! Dustin looks away. <laughs> uh, it is now the top of the round. Is anything? Crunch of pages. Any more book bats appear? 
As long as that book is held by Bearjaw, it doesn't seem to be able to uh, be able to get away. And Bearjaw's strength is so much that it doesn't seem likely for it to be able to escape from it. Prison. Yes. I tie a string In a around sense, it. There is and no it's active my new pet. combatant. What do you all do? Yeah. Should definitely keep a book back. Q <laughs> wants to investigate the Ikor more. He is familiar with spiritual oozes of one sort or another, and uh, the the many fluids of the body post-mortem. And so he goes to investigate. Various the spectral spells. slimes and sludges. And uh, palpate the, uh, consti- the the constitution of this this particular ecto. Probe that enigma. Justin takes out the paints. And he says, Berja, hold that as long as you can. Knowing okay. that Berja has no problem. <laughs> Justin is going to use his creative abilities to paint a, um, just like a leather, like a, a book belt. A book you know straight I mean? jacket. Like a book. So he you, takes out the paints and he's painting like, a... Like fantasy you have a belt. books. He's, well, he's not, uh, uh, Justin would never take off his own belt, uh, in a library. <laughs> this, is, this is a holy place. Never. Wondering um, how you would wrap that up. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good recovery. Uh, he, um, there, um, fantasy books will like be like they'll have like a lock, like journal, like a teenage girl's journal. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, a bookcase is what you're talking a about. Book. Uh, no. Um, to a uh, to grasp it and it's book strap. It's a book strap. Okay, it's a book um, strap. To seal it. Uh, and he's just taking out the paint, basically, just to create uh, an extra um, uh, perfect an, an object, so he doesn't have to jury rig something. He's painting something that will fit it perfectly. He says, "After we get the, after we get the knowledge from this, this would be perfect in the reliquary." <laughs> uh, it takes about ten minutes to uh, to, to paint up the uh, strap there, as uh, Quillet is also uh, beginning to investigate the Iker. As they are doing that, I'll go into that. Is anyone else doing anything here? I'm holding the book. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh. Not really. All right. Quillet, uh, you are investigating the Icor. Trying to divine... He understands the magic of necromancy, which is what is often used to chain what, that, what was once living to our realm post-mortem. And, he's, and he somewhat underst- he understands to a degree as well the anatomy of living things. There's a lot of kind of, again, signature organic material and necromantic magic, and that's what he, that's what he expects, but he, he's already found that there's something more at play here, and so he searches for, for that which is familiar, um, or perhaps, you know, a, 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 a breadcrumb that might lead him towards what, what has happened uh, or to the origins of these things hoping that they truly were once spirits that he may aid. All right. Give us an investigation check. It'll be uh, uh, an intelligence investigation check, and go ahead and take um, uh, take proficiency on that check if you do not normally have it. Um, I am trained in investigation, so that means I got my proficiency bonus. So I will just roll this D to the 20... I have rolled almost a 20 on every single roll and then not. <laughs> rolled right off of it. 
Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a ten. Oh, the one is not in my die. Here we go. Purple die. Get these out of here. Look at these. That's the problem. Uh, oh, the problem. I have no practice with them. All right. As uh, Quill, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a ten. Sorry. As Quillet is uh, looking at this ectoplasm, this is he's familiar. This is his space. This is this is. This is normal for him. Not his first time digging through this, uh, this, this sort of goo. Which is why it's immediately obvious to him that something, uh, uh, that something is unusual here. This ghostly matter has been worked on, but not by the necromancy that he, uh, that he was expecting. Uh, it's necromatic... But not fully necromatic. There is something else going on, but a but a manipulation of this uh, of this ghost. He is sure now that what you're dealing with is a ghost, at least physically, because as he looks at it, he 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 knows what he's dealing with. But when he was speaking to it, that was when he was getting the sense that this was uh, that this was not. Not a ghost. I'm trying to let me try to be a little more specific. It was it was otherly, Um, but without a doubt, you're dealing with ghosts. And but but the entity that is that was speaking to you and the uh, and and most likely the entity controlling the actions of the ghost, if it even is in control, was outside of that. Something is sharing the space with this matter, and that is what Quellet is seeing in this ectoplasm. So what you see is Quellet is kind of, as he investigates this, uh, this, this ichor, he takes it and he takes like a smattering of it, and you see it rubbing, him rubbing it on different tattoos on his body, as if they kind of provide different sensory information. He smells it and he says... He turns to you all and says, "It's this is reassuring to me. This is this is this is ghosts. These are ghosts. They, there are spirits here that are that require rest. But I I need more knowledge than I have." And he looks at Drustin, who has been already in this short amount of time they've been together, chirping about the importance of knowledge, and he says, "There is." Ought more power here at play. You all go ahead. You all see Drustin hesitate for zero seconds before <laughs> passing on to this new to this new friend and and partial stranger. Plenty of information, and he starts out. He says, <clears throat> "There was there was another voice within within the thoughts of of this of this ghost." It was. There was more than one consciousness at play. Something disoriented, confused. More than just the ghost we were fighting. I think the answers might be in this book. Some of the answers we seek might be in this book. Are you a sage, Green Wizard? He. He. He says, Oh, I'm just a traveler, an exile. From my land, <laughs> Mithril Hall, uh, Kundrakar. There's see my reliquary, and you'll learn all about it. <laughs> Backstory. I have done most of Del- my learning. He kind of has hesitates and says, "On the job," uh, but uh, yes, perhaps 
one of you may be able to read the tome here and offer some more insight as to who might be, hmm, how might there be more than one, more than one spirit, essence, entity within the, within these, these ghosts. We, we, we must assist them. This unrest is not good for the larger community of Revel's Lift. Spirits in pain like this will, 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 I was going to say, spirits in pain like this will, will, their emotions, their feelings, their, their rage, their, their loss will bleed over to others in the community. This, this must be quelled like a, like a fire that burns amongst the, amongst the town. Sam? The ghost sounded sad. I, and you may not have noticed, but my keen eyes wouldn't miss it. The first ghost was portly. And this was a skinny one. <laughs> Is that significant? I don't know they, much about ghosts. They weren't the same ghost. Are ghosts oh. sometimes the same? One three six nine. Do you have a log of the inhabitants of the uh, of the tower? I've never been inside the tower. Nor I, have you ever seen anyone else go inside. Humphrey was the only one I dealt with. He gave me lists of things to buy, and I bought them, and I brought them back. And Did you ever see anyone else enter the tower? For a hundred and fifty years. Poor You have much in common. With the cultist of a Chardalon that accompanies me on my journeys. You also sound sad, 1369. <laughs> it has been somewhat dull. But I find ways to entertain myself. Uh, so, no, I'm afraid I don't know anyone else who's been inside the tower. Then Just Humphrey. Probably, he had a grand experiment that he was said he was going to do. And then he disappeared, and then there were ghosts. None of this adds up to me, says Taita. I... Oh, go ahead. Humphrey's grand experiment, as I understood it, was to build a teleportation circle, a recreation of that ancient arcane technology that was once so present in this world... But the evidence of, or the the aftermath of whatever disaster has occurred here, and she looks around at all the books and papers strewn about the ground and the chaos caused by the uh, ghost, and she says, and I do think it was a disaster, uh, is not in line with any side effect that I could possibly imagine resulting from the types of magics that would be present in this type of work. Humphrey played his cards close to the chest, as it were, and it didn't tell me a lot of details about the, uh, the specific arcane research, but he was consistent that that was his goal. I'm beginning to doubt that that was the case, or at least not the entire story. Quilet offers to connect with the spirits. There is often the need for a physical piece of the of the original, 
the original uh, person or, or, or creature. I walk the, the graveyards of, of Revel's Lift frequently, and uh, it remains a place of peace, undisturbed. It makes sense what you say, Taita. Uh, if there was the chance to bring things from you know, through teleportation or through other planes, uh, the spirits, they, they do not seem to come from the people here. I would not guess that. Perhaps it is because you do not know Humphrey as I do. I would expect that even if the presence of the ghosts here were in any way deliberate, that Humphrey would not engage in his experiment in such a way that could compromise his relationship with the town. I would not be surprised that these, that these spirits come from outside of Revel's Lift however possible that may be. He doesn't like chaos in his life and tries to keep things orderly close to home. Listen says, Enough? Enough talking? Let's get to reading. <laughs> Jason has finished the book strap yes. uh, and, uh, and it's easy enough to uh, to latch it around or to fasten it around the uh, the book bat that Bearjaw has just been holding in her one fist. <laughs> uh, and uh, but before he does, so he has Bearjaw hold the book in place, and and Justin wants to get a sense of uh, at least just look at the table of contents, just have hold the pages in place, and get look at the table of contents of. Uh, is there like a highlight that's like uh, ways that teleportation can result in quasi ghosts? Is there a chapter called that? Uh, looking for a clue. He's look. He's doing a sleight of hand <laughs> investigation <laughs> check. Um, the book doesn't have a table of contents. And from what a kind of monster, and as uh, as Bearjaw holds it open and kind of like flips to different pages, you can see that in fact the book is uh, mostly not filled in either. It is only the first uh, only the first thirty or forty pages uh, actually have a scrawling in it, and it looks like it is uh, written in um, well ink, but that's just books. So uh, it looks like it was uh, uh, written in a swift hand. Um, Trustin says, friends, he wasn't reading. He was writing. And what you can see in the beginning is there's something about, uh, I mean, are you reading it in detail? Like what you said, you just wanted to get a sense of it? Like what do you... Uh, he he, he first wanted... Be a master scanner. Yeah, he, he wanted to see if there was um, anything that jumped out as uh, that related to he to to he's gonna scan for anything that jumps out as like ways things can go wrong or like looks at the end to see if it's oh god I screwed up if and that's his first step he's gonna do a, he's gonna do a quick scan take ten um and then if he doesn't find anything then he's going to damn um talk to the then tell then go from there Fuck. you okay Dan yeah I just. I've been playing with my can't my lens cover 
every minute of us playing D&D since I started using this camera and it broke some plastic. <laughs> it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. Just like squishy, squishy, squishy. Well, because squishy, it's squishy, like squishy, the little, squishy, it's squishy. yeah, it's going yeah, like this, yeah. and then mm -hmm. eventually that it was sounds... broken. I was like, yep. that's why I'm not supposed to do that. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I you essentially just, it's, you it's just put it through thirty years of exactly. uh, of, <laughs> of photography yeah, simulation. Off the camera, I got some like real just Parkinson's going on here. So. Um, uh, okay. And, uh, so yeah. so he's doing a quick search, and then okay. it's gonna. Well, it opens up with. I should have pre-written this, so bear with me for a moment. Uh, Actually, I, let me. Can I retcon that real quick? This is Dresden. Yes. He sits down, prepared for a long read. Yeah, yeah. He's he reading. Does not scan. I get it. He's he's, he's doing he's the long the long okay. check. Same same output. Yeah. Uh, One three six nine is bored, and it looks like I mean it's like ten minutes painting yeah. a belt. This would be if people and do other stuff. Yeah. So, ten minutes of painting a belt, and then. Yeah. Uh, it you hear a just slam starts exploring the the tower you hear a slam 1369 what sort of a slam as soon as you feel bored a slam against the uh, against the standing door the freestanding door in the room you just fought that ghost this one right here yep where's that tab button tab yep that one yep. yes huh like a One, two, slam six, against the door, else. like someone banged on it. Everyone hears it. It's just like a huge thud. It looks on both sides of the door. It's the same as it's the same as it ever was. Well, it that speaks doesn't out make sense. It. If you remember, Who's it's, there? it's a it's a door, uh, and it has a keyhole in it. We'll Maybe get back. Maybe there's a key somewhere. Are you going to search for a key? You're, sure. uh, what, you're 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 exploring, so you're searching the place, right? Yeah. Okay, give us a uh, give us a perception check, but let's do that in a moment. I'm going to do the book real quick. Sure. Um, and what Drewston reads, Dan, you can hear us, right? Dan, you can nod or give a thumbs up. Dan, we can see Dan across the room, but I, I think he has to be wearing his <laughs> headphones to hear us. Why did he take break. off his head? Okay, well, let's maybe... Because they're attached to his computer. Wait, there there we is. go. There He's he back. Is. He's back. back. Okay, so Dan, like uh, the book um, says... I thought there's a side adventure going on. Uh, well, we're going to go to that in a moment. But the... Uh, so, the opening, <laughs> the opening of the book says... One second, make another drink. <laughs> While I feel that it is, uh, it is absolutely unnecessary for my, uh, my measurements precise and my confidence absolute, I would be, uh, uh, it would be a disservice to uh, my reputation as, uh, as an accomplished arcane researcher if I did not document uh, my thoughts on reversing potential disasters that could uh, befall me as a result of the experiment I am... Uh, I am presently preparing to undertake. That is the Justin opening looks up paragraph. And says, he was far more eloquent before he was a ghost. And then continues reading. Uh, I will have any reader of this tome uh, remember that I have been thorough in my craft and let it uh, and let it be said never let it be said that I engaged in sloppy practices. 
uh, that's that's the first page as Drusden then uh, with Bearjaw's help holding down this like shaking trying to attack book <laughs> just turns the page and then holds that one down like all the while she's like having to put Bearjaw's having to put her weight into this book to hold it open Worth this it. is what she thinks reading is like Reading is fundamental. For a wizard is only as good as their process and the adherence thereof. And it rambles on and on, giving a lot of excuses about how this book does not need to be written, but he is writing it because it's what a good wizard would do, even though he definitely doesn't need to write it. Um, And the first three or four pages covers that general concept of... Admirably uh, and excessively. Justin is super concerned because this is definitely... like if the story of Chernobyl opens up with people saying we did everything we're supposed to do and everything went fine and we were super meticulous and reported everything good because we're at a disaster site. That is uh, that is a big part of the that- Chernobyl story, actually. Wow. <laughs> it's a it's a fascinating part of the uh, what was it HBO drama um, about how all the people in the control room did everything right at the time. Um, the but. That being said, the, yeah, so he's reading through it, page, 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 and uh, and then it gets to theoretical reconstitution, chapter one of one. And uh, it goes on to explain that... Um, should, that should the uh, should the life force that is uh, that is attempting to be split out from the host body be uh, be so so thoroughly split that the uh, host body is not able to survive with its remaining slice of the life form uh, that a disastrous situation could uh, could take hold alternatively should the uh, should the host bodies of the split soul be uh, too strong willed although and then it goes for another three paragraphs about the uh, careful preparation that should make this not possible at all but should that somehow in light of uh, the prior three paragraphs still occur that there could be um, that there could be a problem with a battle uh, with a battle of wills amongst a amongst a host body such as it is uh, that a reconstitution ritual may become <coughs> necessary to reverse the situation. Fortunately, such a ritual should be uh, should be simple with the vast knowledge of everything uh, that I have accrued uh, about. Uh, about this field of research that I have undertaken, and that the uh, that the ritual chamber should be a fancier name for that. We're going to go with ritual chamber for now, and I'm going to change it later to whatever cooler name he has. Uh, that the ritual chamber, telepathy uh, chamber, or whatever it's called. It's uh, it is simply a matter of reversing its polarity and using the specter ray to uh, uh, to hold all five uh, all five slices of the split soul in the appropriate positions and uh, and commencing with the reconstitution ritual, which is detailed henceforth. Henceforth, probably wrong word, but he says henceforth. For with, for with, and. Uh, and it says, future re- readers will note that while completely unnecessary, this emergency response system is perfect and effective in theory. And then scribbled in the margin, it says, tell 1379, uh, <laughs> tell 1369 about the reconstitution methodology just in case. No, it does say 1379. 
Um, Humphrey, as one three six nine knows, had a history of oftentimes uh, forgetting the one three six nine's exact name. Um, for numbers. But it says one, tell one three seven nine about the reconstitution methodology, just in case. Hundred fifty years. You do not have hmm. any memory of being told such a thing. Um, one three six nine does not have a great memory. <laughs> So there are two problems with Humphrey's plan. <laughs> not doing it, and it not being a good plan to begin with. I'm sure uh, he didn't tell me. I'm also not sure. but um, He could have, though. 1369 has been, during this time, looking for keys. Uh, so it scrambles up the wall to the top of the bookshelf and is looking on the top of the bookshelf. Good place for a key. Excellent. Bookshelf is 60 feet tall, by the way. Just throwing that out there. So he's he's clamored up there, like yeah, just casually. It it moves its entire body it. with the ease that another person moves their hand. Amazing, I love it. Uh, as as one three six nine is doing that, Taita leans down to oil vein uh, uh, and says, "Pretty good design, don't you think? Do you see how it." effortlessly climbs up the bookcase as if it was walking on flat ground. Oh, it's really impressive. Oi. Mm, yes, some of my best work, I would say. The rest of the tome uh, is simply um, arcane formula and things that Drustin is uh, fairly familiar with, uh, the description of a ritual and how it would be done. It is missing some precision, despite the plethora of uh, disclaimers and claims to the contrary. Um, it seems, Drusen can see a, uh, a sort of first iteration rush job when, when, he knows, when he sees one. He, he knows a first generation rush job when he sees one, and that's what he sees here. I mean, the theory is solid, but the specifics are, uh, are woefully inadequate to actually perform such a thing without um some uh without some significant effort um all the while drustin is going through this book you hear some more bangs come from the door and then the other door boom boom and as one three uh six nine is scurrying back down at one of the bookshelves you hear a voice coming from one of the doors and then the other door get out the ghosts are noisy <clears throat> who is they find that ritual so chamber and then uh, as 1369 clambers down off the bookshelves he opens up one of the drawers in the desk and there's a key cool I have found a key I think it may go to one of the doors, or it may not. It's a key. Got to Those find are the ritual all chamber. Things. <laughs> Shall we try what? it? What have you learned from the tome, Green Wizard? He passes on what he has read. All of it. All of it. Knowledge blank. I don't recall Humphrey telling me about any such process. There, there is a, a, a ritual, though, to reverse what has been done. Where, said, where is his room for such ritual? There were doors we have not opened. I found a key. 
Do you want to try it? Let's open it up. Perhaps we uh, should look at the rest of the tower before opening doors full of sad, sad spirits. <laughs> okay. Had we uh, had we tried? Because I know there were two floating doors. Those are the had two freestanding tr- doors, yeah. And then there had we tried this door? Was there? Is I there think a door that's right negative. Here? We have not tried that door. Right. We, have, we came over yeah. here and kicked our feet in the water, and then About we heard from the other room. That's true. Uh, yeah, Justin uh, agrees. We should uh, check out uh, the unlocked stuff to see what's through these. The group heads back through the central respite, the nice little peaceful area. The Our water. Freedom. The water is uh, bubbling in one area, almost as if a, a, a very gentle fountain, you know, pushing water up from down below um, from this pond. And the door on the far side, which Bearjaw and Drewston approach as their, uh, their one-two punch of knock and uh, a good broad shoulder has uh, taken care of most other doors in this place. But they find it unnecessary as the rear door is simply unlocked and the door opens freely. Oh, I was going to have him give it a listen. Uh, he gives it a listen and he doesn't hear anything. Perfect. Just trying to channel Drewston. Bearjaw immediately strides through looking for ghosts to turn into ghost jelly. Justin clutches his new creature. The book bat. Bookie. He's going to be so happy. This new, this rear chamber of the tower is very similar to the first, uh, to the first chamber that you went through. It's a large library. Um, this one has not one but two desks in the back here, one of which is overturned, scattering books and scrolls everywhere. The other desk is also disheveled, uh, as are most of the bookcases in this area. Uh, a lot of books lie discarded on the ground. A uh, thick layer of dust covers, uh, covers a lot of things in this back area here. Comfortable chairs lie broken uh, or perhaps even tossed into corners. Um, and here, too, are, more, are two more strange freestanding doors one on either side of the room these again these things that on the map here look like statues are actually freestanding doors so there are two more back there uh on maybe the the doors lead to each other just to save time walking that makes sense to me other than that, nothing is no, uh, moving or notable uh, in this back chamber here. Huh. Um, Quellet looks for more evidence of, again, any sort of like biological material left over, kind of necromantic ichor or magic. The, uh, the ghosts are not always clean, clean if they are put together poorly. People know this, of course, instinctually when they see things like zombies or ghouls, but other specters as well can leave their residue. And he's just curious to see how, how these spirits have maybe roamed, if this is a, a place that had been touched by their, by their uh, essence. Uh, make, uh, give a, you're, you're kind of, um, give us an investigation check. I think so. 
That works. All right. Let's try new die. Dig, 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 dig. Ha! Better. Hey, new die, is, new die is the success. New die is the success. At 20 on my investigation. There is indeed dried ichor all throughout this place. Uh, Quella is certain that the, the disheveled nature of this place must be caused by the ghosts themselves. It has the telltale signs uh, as he investigates of a, uh, of a malicious spirit is, would not be the word he would use. That, that's what the uneducated uh, populace says. They, they are always talking about malicious spirit this, malicious spirit within. that. But this is a, uh, a restless and chaotic um, and... Um, what would be the word for... I'm looking for a word that's kind of like insanity, but in a ghost sense. Like, just not... Manic? Le- yeah, manic. Like a manic ghost. Like, this, these these ghosts, unlike many of the ghosts that Quillet will deal with that have a sort of a more purpose for being here. And while they may not necessarily know exactly, there's a there's an orderly nature to them, to a trained eye. These are the more unusual things. Something has been done to them and they uh they do not seem in control and uh and that, that could was be, gonna be his 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 immediate follow up question. Amongst all of this evidence displayed throughout is there anything that seems to be of more interest or importance, or is it truly just a random kind of like, as you said, like an unstable and uh, and uh, kind of seemingly purposeless wandering, which is very uncommon in his experience? There is more of a focus, it would seem, on the books themselves. The books have faced more... Um, have faced Attention. more... Sp- throwing around, you know, than other loose objects in the room. Like it is is he gets a distinct sense that these that these ghosts, whatever was driving them, uh, was more drawn to the books than other objects. You know, there's a whole other desk that hasn't been toppled over yet. And in a truly just chaotic situation, it would have it would have ended up toppled over. There's something about the fact that so many books have been pulled off shelves without necessarily even the shelves being as damaged as you would expect, that leads you to believe that uh, that the ghosts are interested uh, in the books or perhaps a book. Bear John, Green Wizard, your skill has provided great insight into the the purpose and the condition of these spirits. But I sense that there may be more to gain from the books. See how they are thrown about. See how these spirits cling to this, these, these objects. Perhaps connections from when, when, once they were alive. Or perhaps a purpose that they seek to yet accomplish in the future. Uh, some more... The, the right book, the right tome, may shed more light yet on what lies in, beyond those doors. Or what I purpose thought we found the book. That that there there is no guarantee that there is only one book. Oh, I thought the ghost said the name of that book, and then we found it. That that is right. Yet this book that we have found may be one of several. One ghost says one name. It is not the end of the story. So we should find more ghosts and see what books they talk about. Or find what books may talk to us about the other ghosts. Mm-hmm. Mm. He says, there, there may be wisdom yet to be gained amongst these tomes here. He says, to, to unleash these spirits without, other, without 
and a plan may be a risk. And leaves I it at that. I see the risk, but I could spend the rest of my days reading through all these books, not knowing which words are significant. It says, we only knew this book was important from, from one, one of the ghosts screaming out its name, the poor soul. I think our next step is to try using that key. This Bear just says, <laughs> we do not need a key. I can open the door. Right? It is, it, it is a, a door. We have a key, though. Did she did she try earlier? I thought no. I think so the only thing that happened was Jerusalem no, cast she, knock. She, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't do its she, thing. she's just sure this is just another door. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> How about says, we we can try your key, and if says, it does not work, we have, I will. We have a key and a door. Our path is clear. So just and, to clarify uh, what the book said, it was like there's a ritual, and you hold some ghosts in place. With a beam? He was talking about getting five shards of a person who's been split. Uh, in with the Spectre Ray. There was, yeah, okay. there was a, an, a, another element there that we... It said the five ghosts must be held with the Spectre Ray uh, in the appropriate ritual positions. Um, and, uh, and then there's the instructions for the ritual in the chamber. But does this look like the chamber that was in the book? Nothing you've seen would seem like a ritual chamber. To there must be another chamber. room. Let's use that key. And he snatches the key and runs over the door. Preston's <laughs> 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 curiosity has taken Which hold of him. door are you going to with the key? Justin looks around and so excited and so excited. And he says, um, oh, so many to choose from. <laughs> Starting top How can you choose? Clockwise. Are the doors different? And 1369 goes and starts looking at the doors. Why is my Trying to look for oh. differences that there says, you know, like, use this door or don't use this door. <gasps> Maybe one it has says, a picture of a duck on it. That one there. Curiously, there is a marking on the door frame that you did not notice before, that 1369 uh, notices when he looks to them. They seem uh, remarkably identical, but each of them does have a two in it, like like a, a filigreed fancy two, very small, uh, but just a marking uh, above the, on the top part of the door frame. But it is a two on every one of them. All of them have two. Uh, and it is written on both sides. That's oh, a Tudor house. Go home, Caitlin. It just says two, Take two, 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 two. Um, on both the sides. Number Never. two. The number two. This two. dungeon brought to you by... Justin says, I'm curious in finding door number one. Or door number three. Put, tries I... putting the key in that door. Maybe they all go to the bathroom. Oh. Ooh. I'm going to go over there and give him some backup. Just in case. 
ghosts fly out of it and try to eat him. Uh, I made a mistake. Sorry, it doesn't say two on all of them. Um, oh, what does it say? It doesn't say two on all of them. Sorry, I'm 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 wrapping my head around something that is uh, not easy for me to hold in my head. It says um, where <laughs> It's a train station. It is a figurative, actual train station. Um, it is. One sec, let me picture something. Okay, there's a different number on each of them. This is two, three, four, five. Oh, Doesn't so where are we one. now? It does say one. Okay, let me. Ch- I need to figure out the notation. It's okay. got a. <laughs> no one to write something down on a piece of paper. Oh, I need to write That's this fun. down. This is only in my there's head, so I need, to, I need to. I need to write it down, then I'll. I'll have a better idea. Uh, let me take a little note here, so then I can. I can visualize. Is this it. one five where we are? Okay. Yeah, we can so, draw on the map. Uh, sure, that one can be five. Uh, and this one, but what they all have is a one colon and then the different number. So there's one, two, one, three, one, four, one, five. Mm. Yes, like that. So one like, colon like four. That. One colon five. In a more fancy, you know, in a script. wizard script. In a pretty, wizard pretty script. And a nicer shade of red. It's actually gold. It's like gold oh. leaf. Yeah, a nice little Ooh. subtle gold leaf. Okay, so that's Which what it says. One of them is signed. So one, Humphrey. two, one, three, one, four, and one, five. But we don't have a one, one. That's correct. Okay. Justin has, is over at one, five. Okay, at one, five. All right, thanks for bearing with me. Thank you. I'm sure. Justin's over at the one, five, and he's got the key, one, which he snatched from one, three, six, nine. Yes. Sure. Oh man, these numbers are going to be extra confusing with 1369. Ah, 1369 really is curious about what is going on in door 15. <laughs> 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 All right. All right, as 5 gather in front of 15, including 1365. Ah, I already messed Nine. it up. Um, <laughs> okay, Justin's got the key. He inserts the key. It fits in and very hear cleanly. Him whisper knowledge and when he he turns the key uh, when he turns the key the door on its own just swings away from you as now there is simply a door frame with an open door opened away from you it just looks like we're looking through an open door frame. It's not like a mystical portal is open. It's just it just open looks door. like we see the an far wall. open door frame, and you see the far wall. Mm-hmm. At least <laughs> in the first moments, that's what it looks like. But it does not take long at all before you realize that this far wall that you see uh, is different than the far wall that you see when looking around the doorframe. It is a bookshelf. There are books strewn about uh, as you look through this doorframe, but they are different strewn about books. You are seeing seeing a different room through this doorway than you see on the other side. And after about two seconds, someone waves their hand on the other side, and indeed, their hand is not visible 
when <gasps> or when someone when someone stands on the far side of that door frame, you do not see them when looking through the door frame. You seem to be looking the into beginnings another place. Of sustained teleportation. Uh, can you see me? Right now? An oil vein no. is standing against the far wall, uh, and as you each look through this doorway, you do not see oil vein standing there. Oh, this is tricky. It goes to a different place. Should we go in? First, each one of you, run over to one of the other doors. Okay. Give a shout. I, I go over to one... One four. One, two, six, nine, immediately runs to one of the other doors and goes, Ah! The other doors are still closed. <gasps> Tristan says. And when I... 1369 goes, Ah! No one else hears it in any unusual way other than right. around the corner <laughs> and down the hall. <laughs> well, Quellet will take the key to them to test on their doors if they would like. Aye. He takes it to 1365. Who definitely wanted to open doors. 1369. 1369. Mm, I don't think that's right. As 1369 <laughs> is standing in front of door 13, Quillet comes on over with the key. And as the key is inserted and turned, again, the door creaks uh, open. The creak that it opens with is a remarkably stereotypical door creak noise. In fact, to a trained ear, it might sound entirely identical to the first <clears throat> creak. It's just a yeah. nice kind of rustic sound. The Getty images of sounds. <laughs> um, is uh, was he? We were we able to remove the key from the door with it still open? Is the door near? Uh, yes. When open? you when you turn the key back and pulled it out, the door stayed open. Did we have to reach through the door to get that key out if it's swinging away from us? And are we ghosts? I hadn't anticipated that, so are I'm going to make a little modification that the uh, that the keyhole is strangely out. the keyhole is strangely on the door frame, frame. not in the door itself. I'd like not to a completely. Like I mean, not that's not a lock <laughs> style you haven't seen before. It's it it can be done that way. It's just uncommon. Makes sense. I have to it's imagine like having the, real the world dead has bolt one of with those. like the bolt going into the door instead of the door on the thing and then the yeah, bolt exactly. going into the, the wall. There's could, definitely you could make it that way. There's definitely a locksmith who was fired for doing it that way. <laughs> definitely. What are you doing, man? I don't just it's, it's quirky. Thinner. It's usually you can have like mechanism going all the way through. It's a lot easier than like having it go through your house. Yeah. So anyway, the uh, the the you know you're able to take the key back out. The door stays open. Okay. So I lost track of through. someone who's doing what? Damn, one, three, uh, uh, one three six nine now has the key. Oh, Should I thought you were opening door one three four. Right. Yeah. yeah. So in door one three, as you stick the key into the door frame, it opens up, uh, and again you see through the door frame what appears to be the same identical room on the other side, mm. but again a different set of books, a different mess on the floor the mess is the most obvious you look there you look here like everything's different um if this was a very very tidy place with all of the books perfectly on the bookshelf might actually be hard to tell that it's a different place when first glancing through the furniture and you know the the architecture is identical 
1369 uh, was looking through the other door. Does this look different than what he saw through the other door? Well, it's a different place in the tower, so yes. Okay. You're seeing, you're seeing this same area of the tower through the doorway. Oh, Justin like calls different. out into the out into the space so everyone can hear. He says, "Hold on, I have an idea." And he looks over and says, "This is for the advancement of knowledge of the Arcana." Anga, I need you. And sends Anga through the doorway. Sends Anga through the doorway. Is that on brand for Justin? I don't mind talking not like him, but do we I mean, feel like he would send Anga through? He's for good causes and bad ones. <laughs> yeah. He I think him. he would. He sends Anga okay. into... Just- just wanted to questionably dangerous. He doesn't send Anga to her death, is right. what he, we've definitely clarified. Yeah. But he's not Anga going into a lava door. Is proficient and can come back should the worst befall her. He cares about her, but just wanted a brand uh, voice, a brand voice check. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I think it's on brand. Sends Anga sends through. through. The moment Anga crosses the threshold, Drustin's telepathic connection to Anga goes silent. Although you see Anga in there fluttering around. Does she seem affected by the lack of connection? She looks back and uh, and tilts her bird head. uh, um, Tilts her bird head. What does Justin gesture? Um, Or say, because you can't speak out loud. That's (laughs) Like some plebeian. Uh, um, uh, He says, Strange strange and uh he says come back come back and motions her back does he regain his yep she comes she comes back through and she seems to be healthy and safe and not she does ghostly telepathically communicates said it was just more of the tower justin takes a deep breath and steps through the doorway justin steps through the doorway and his footstep hits the ground on the other side. And then his other foot steps down and he looks around and he's in a big wizard <gasps> tower, big library. Very strange. Uh, and dang it, the windows are all fake. Um, Does the layout yes, of the building there is look still the same ar- as the room he just came from? Yes, identical. And as, uh, as Drustin looks back through the open doorway from the place he is in, he can see... All of you still standing there. It looks like what you just walked through the doorway. Is on the door frame of the door he's standing in front of. Five colon one. <gasps> it says, friends! I'm in some other place! <laughs> uh, and is going to excitedly begin exploring. Uh, the tower that he finds himself in. He's exploring 5-1. Or he's exploring 5. Do we know how many floors are in this tower? Q asks. Just the one, as far as you can tell. The ceiling in here is just as tall as the tower is on the outside. 60 feet. I mean, Um, barring wizard fuckery... Right, right. No, no, for sure. Like, it, it's spatially 
alliance. Spa yeah, the, the, this this combined chamber, the 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 front chamber, the rear chamber, and the respite in the middle, um, you know, had these ceilings that went up sixty feet, and that made up the whole the whole footprint of the tower. Makes sense. So maybe he has five copies of the same tower that he can travel between through the doors? That does sound like something Humphrey would do. Justin's going over to the front door. He says, Come on, friends! And well, I'm going says, to... Yes. The uh, danger of these spirits must be ended if we cannot help them. Let us keep our powers together. Uh, front door in one or in five? In five. So uh, Okay, so everyone else is coming through the doorway? Quality. Yeah. One, three, sure. six, nine comes back. Okay, hang on. So who's going in first? Drewston. Obviously. Bearjaw went. Quellet, where's your dude? Uh, right over here. So you go through the door so, and then... I'm moving yeah, here, guys. You... So, yeah. I'm, I'm moving... Ha happy happy to be I'm just gonna second kind of... or, or, or later. I'm going to put them kind of randomly a bit here. Uh, as Drewston, you said you are going for the front door of five. Correct. Okay. So as Drewston is heading that way, you see the same desk that was in the first place that you entered as... A strange blue ghostly spirit comes flying from over this chamber here towards Drewston. A big open mouth with sharp teeth, uh, uh, with sharp teeth and wide-eyed and it just cuts off below the chest. It is just the uh, just like the top quarter of, uh, uh, of what looks like a uh, woman stuck in a perpetual uh, in a perpetual snarl with these sharp teeth as it comes flying at Drewston going <laughs> Roll initiative. This is the one where we heard the ghost banging from. Where is it? I don't see it on the map. Uh, it's because it's not. It is right. Ah. Put your final number in the chat. Good call. Okay. Oh, ten. Twelve. Eric got fourteen. Kalen got twelve. Sam got twenty-two. That's a high roll.
Uh, so 14 for Eric, 12 for Kalen, uh, Ghost gets 10, Justin got 21, and Sam got 22. Perfect. Wow, All right, so Ghost is going to be last, isn't it? 1369 with then with Justin on deck, Q, Bearjaw, Ghost. Oh, did we get Oil Vein? Did I see his? Uh, oh, 18. Perfect. Well, it's not he with is. the bonus. That, oh. That's just his die roll in there. Yeah, plus three, and that's uh, 21. So re-roll. Or, oh, 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 yeah. Uh, then you re-roll with me. Yeah. Blank, blank. Are we adding bonus to this? Oh, nope, uh, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, that's initiative. Oh. Uh, I was touching the six, so. Oh, wait. Uh, so, I got so you got a 15. Right? Uh, I don't know how to interpret. Well, ignore the, ignore the 15. I rolled a six. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I accidentally clicked it twice, but I picked ahead, one. Ahead of Drustin. So, 1369, Oil Vein, Drustin, Q, Bearja, Ghost, Taita. Sweet. 1369's up. Uh, where is the ghost? Uh, over here. On it's the Snarl uh, Ghost. North Snarl Ghost. There. It's named Snarl Ghost. <gasps> it's a woman. It does not look like. 1369 looks at the ghost and looks back at the others and says, Are we killing the ghosts or running away? Quellet says, We shall destroy it if it will not speak with us. Well, I agree with Quellet. Let's kill it. One, three, six, nine, dashes forward. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. And goes for an attack. Should be without advantage. Oh, it was almost a one. I'm glad it was not. It's going to be a 24 AC. Easy hit. It's going to use one of its key points to make it have to make a stunning strike saving throw. DC 15 constitution saving throw. All right. Uh, constitution saving throw. Here you go. Rolling. Hooah. Oh, you got a 17 Ooh. and it's constitution, you said? Yes. Yeah, it's not negative. So you guys have plus one. Not so negative. 18. Okay. Uh, so that's a hit. But a failed save. We're going to do another attack. Uh, six plus eight. Uh, 14 AC. Ooh, just barely. His AC is 14. Okay, so that's another hit. Let's go ahead and do another save, stunning one. So another DC 15 constitution. Oh, right. Uh, DC 15 constitution. Yep. It is a... He gets... Oh, 19 that time. Bummer. All right. So hey, he might actually then. get a turn. Uh, and then third attack roll. As a bonus action, that's going to be uh, 21. Should probably hit, yeah. That'll hit, of course. So that was three hits. So that's going to be... 3d6 plus 12. So 14 plus 12, 26. 26. Bludgeoning damage from three different sources. 
26 As points of damage. Backs off. 5, 10, 15. Let's see. Where was my number? 45? Before? What What number? Uh, moving in. So let me see. 5, Oh, 10, yes. 15, you, had, yeah, you had moved 45 30, feet. 45, 40, 45. So then we're going to go uh, 50, 55. You can move 55 feet? Yeah, that's his base speed. That's insane. Cool. And he doesn't provoke opportunity attacks from enemies that he has made an attack against because of the mobility feat. Oh, that's a really cool feat. So, you, so as, long as long as you've made you an attack, them, you, can they, back you don't off. provoke opportunity attacks. Yep. That's really cool. So you have a lot of single single target uh, capability here. Yes. Yeah. You can lock them down with a stun. They can't retaliate. That's cool. All right. That's 1369. I believe Oil Vein is up with right. Preston on deck. As it attacks with a series of... Uh, where was that Panzer Kuz description? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, da, 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 da. Where was that? Oh, come on. Oh, well. It attacks in a very fluid method using arms, legs and uh, throwing its entire whole, whole body into the movement and then flipping away afterwards. There you go. Nice. Sweet. Let's see, oil vein moves uh, right about there. Doesn't want to get in Bear Jaw's way. <laughs> but uh, let's see. And he's, you know, he's enjoying throwing these chaos bolts so he's gonna toss another one Let's see here that's a 14 plus 10 so let's see that will have to hit 10, yeah that'll hit 24 to hit easily and uh awesome and that's gonna be uh, 2d8 plus 3d6. Oop. Plus 3d6. Alright. What is that? 4, 5. So that's going to be another lightning damage. Uh, 3. It's another 3. That's 6. So that was, uh, 9. Yeah, 18. 18 lightning damage. 18 lightning damage. Let me see what this guy's lightning. All right, the lightning, uh, uh, the lightning cracks forward, uh, uh, and you see the bolt go right through the ghost and slam into the bookshelf behind it, lighting a couple of books on fire. Although the fire, curiously, as soon as it lights up, it snuffs out on the books. Uh, Some of the ghost's energy seems to have been caught by the lightning blast, but much of it seems to have gone right through harmlessly. That was 19, right? Oil Vane says, what happened? What what was up with that? Um, Yeah, that was... Were you asking about the damage, Greg? Yeah, or the... it was 19. 18? 18, okay, got it. A- 18. And uh, that's Oil Vane's turn. Justin is up with Q on deck. Justin <clears throat> says, Hold ye, Spectre! 
and points his wand of entanglement, which worked well before. Wand of entangle. And Wait. He's another charge. Hang on. The wand of entanglement worked well on the book bats, but it did not work well on the ghosts. Oh, did he try using it on the ghost before? It was no he good? used it on the ghost before, and I remember that the entanglement thing had the restrained effect, and the ghosts were specifically immune to being restrained. Perfect. Am I remembering that correct, Greg? Um, I don't remember if that exactly happened, but since they are immune to restrained, it seems likely that that did happen. Yeah. It's so an area effect, of... right? So I think it got the, yeah. the book bats in the right. area, but the ghost was not affected. That's what it was. I think that's how I learned, yeah. Justin will send Anga to help. Who's up next? Q? to A to give Q uh, advantage on... So, um, Justin didn't weigh in on uh, fighting the ghosts or not. Um, uh, Just wanted uh, to make sure to give that opportunity since he usually doesn't yes. speak up. Um, uh, he'd say um, it, it was a fast moment, but maybe like as, as, we're, as people are charging in, he says um, uh, it pains me but they must be slain for us to continue our research. He wants to check out the front door. It's his, his is what he's eager to open right now. All right, but he's not going over there now. I'm just reminding you that, you know, you, you, you can do, I just want to remind everyone, you can do other things in combat while combat yes. is going. Sometimes we get into this mindset of, Combat's there. Got to keep using attacks until the hit points are gone. Just reminding you, you don't yep. have to. I'm also not saying you should necessarily do that. Justin, Justin's eyes have knowledge boners. He wants to know what's behind this door. He says, Anga, help them. And uh, Anga will help uh, Q. I have advantage on the attacking the Snarl Ghost. And Justin will run over to see what is behind the door. And he's going to open the door. All right. Uh, oh, right, because he can, because that's interact with an object. Yeah. Okay. Um, the door... Please. The door has big old door handles. Big old double door, just like there was in, uh, uh, in room number one uh however when uh when drewston goes to open it yeah it opens drewston opens the door the door opens and right in the threshold um is just a blackness a nothingness by moritan's beard uh let me whoop Let's see, what does Drusen see? So Drusen has an extremely high uh, perception. It is a very odd sight because it is just, it is just nothing. There is no, there is nothing it's, there. Um, Drusen it is, does the brickstone. He knows like about dimensions. Does he, I mean, yeah. does he have a reference frame for this? Does it not sound yeah, like Yeah, you know what? That's that. That's a good point. Um, uh, Drusen is somewhat familiar with these. Drusen, Drewston sees the he's experienced this before and like in in working on his on his brick stones and such it just seems to be the edge of uh the edge of a world 
is the only situation where he's seen such a, uh, uh, a sort of perfect nothingness. A, a simply, there isn't anything past that. And if Justin carefully reaches out his hand to cross the threshold, it is blocked. It is, it is physical. As he touches it, it is very, very cold on his hand, as if touching cold brick, but not textured like brick. Perfectly smooth nothingness. There is just, it is just a, an impassable threshold. Justin does not get any impression that there would be a way to move past this based on seeing such things before. Curiouser and curiouser. I don't know, I figured that's the end of my turn. As Justin absorbs this information. Q is up with Bear John deck, I believe. Yep. Q, go for it. Q moves forward. One. Five, six, and says, Spirit, I beseech you, give us a sign that we have the means to help you in your distress. Q here is trying to speak to the ghost, right? Q knows that there, at least in the other ones, that there is distinctly two, two somethings in this house. He heard, he heard five shard souls. There's five rooms. There's like multiple voices. He doesn't know what's going on, but there's just like a little bit of simple logic. Like there's something fragmented. These things might need, might have a way to help them. If there's some ritual room, he, uh, as he said specifically, if we can't, if they can't speak to us, we must destroy them. But he would speak to them. So what he found when he examined the uh, Icker is that in the uh, in the ghosts um, pres- in the ghosts uh, spirit body, there were two consciousnesses: one that he's familiar with, the other not ghostly, not ghostly. Not ghost. So what is his approach he, here? He will then, if, if he doesn't, so again, speaking is outside of actions. He does want to see if he can speak. And he asked, he asked, the, he asked this ghost that question. Is there a signal that can be given uh, that we may help? Uh, and so, yeah, I, 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 the ghost can respond on its own turn. But then it will... Oh, I see what you're saying. Unless, no, you should do it right I'm now. Not, I'm not trying to take extra actions. If it makes no, no, no. more sense to respond no, you, in time. You tell me what he's trying to do. do that first. Yeah. Don't worry about action management. Don't worry about turns. Um, he asked that question. Um, Give us a, is there a sign that we can help you? Indicate to us. Uh, you see as the... Uh, uh, this this snarling uh, this snarling kind of woman's face uh, uh, stops for a moment and looks at Q as it uh, as it almost jitters around and you see the uh, the body of the ghost almost split the the head of the ghost uh, mm-hmm. you see two forms appear for a moment and and uh, and slam back together and you uh, can hear a distant voice only Q 
can uh, can understand this. It's almost just a blowing of the wind that Q has become. So you know, talking to ghosts ain't using the vocal cords. Uh, uh, it's that it's the chill in the air and the way that the wind blows and just the barely audible vibrations carried along those forces as uh, as Q uh, as Q hears. In a sense, uh, this ghostly voice for the first time, and he now realizes that what he has heard before was likely not the ghosts at all, as uh, he hears this ghost voice saying, Get him out of us! As Q speaks, he says, There is an invading presence. We must separate them. We must. And he, he looks around. Is there an obvious, is there an obvious, like, uh, ritual chamber here? From what he can see, he's standing in front of this door. I don't know if it's closed. That door is closed. Okay. Hmm. Then he will he's gonna try something a little bit more forceful. He's going to... Well, he he will he will look to his own tools. He wants to and uh, evaluate the ghost to uh, see if he. That door is closed. Real quick, I was gonna uh, clarify. The door is also um, done with a completely different style and color compared mm-hmm. to that same door in room number one, and mm-hmm. everything else in here is the same. Same bookshelves, same wood. Same door frames, same front door, same desk, different actual books. The names of the but they are different books on the bookshelf. Uh, So that's different, but not very interestingly different. The door is notably the only sort of fixture in this place that differs between uh, floor or room or dimension (laughs) one and five. So, I mean. Q was going to trust the wisdom of the tome that this that what has been done must be undone in a ritual of some sort. So he is now looking for an opportunity to contain this spirit. And he wants to use he wants to use let's see Yeah, he, he wants to try to persuade the ghost to give them the time that they need. And he feels like he's gotten his sign that the ghost, that we can help the ghost and there is a, there is a, a way forward. So he'd like to, he, he would like to persuade this ghost to break off the attack. Roll A persuasion check and state your case very well uh i kind of like to roll first i think that's acceptable all right let's see what we have here Pop. that's not a bad roll and that's at a plus eight so at a 25 who that's you very very high Q drops his weapons 
stands forward and you see some of the tattoos on his body which have been activated by some of the the ecto you know treated these treated tattoos allow him to kind of speak with a kind of a, a power and kind of a direct connection to this other being of similar nature and he says he says spirit know that i am the remembrance of rebels lift and here to bring you to your rest give us the space give us the the give us your obedience as we work to calm you and release you from your pain there's a noticeable reaction in this ghostly entity as uh as it was charging forward towards uh, originally Drewston, who was in front, although the situation has changed a bit here. Um, it's, remember, it's floating. It's just like its chest and above as, um, as it was moving forward. Its hands shoot out to the side and, uh, and you can see tendrils of blue energy latch on to the wall here and the wall here, almost uh, like all five fingers, just you know, five tendrils on each side slammed to it as its body is trying to move forward and its head tilting and uh, uh, and continuing to uh, look menacing as uh, uh, as it struggles against this hold. You can see one one of the tendrils already snaps on one side as it is uh, continuing to hold there. Uh, Q says, we may have some time and I can help assist in restraining this creature. If the rest of you would help to decipher the ritual and Q would like to spend his next minute casting a magic circle that will contain undead creatures around this. Ah, okay. Oh, cool. They're full of surprises. Go okay, ahead. so Q begins to get to work on that, pulling out his. Yeah, it tools. costs. A, it takes a minute to cast, but it will last him three hours if he can successfully complete the circle. Okay, so that's what Q is beginning to do. Who's up next? Me. It is Bearjaw with the ghost on deck. I'm going to ready for the ghost becoming hostile again. Okay. I'll just ready it and it attack, does still basically. seem. Ho- I mean, it, well, yeah, yeah, I understand what you. What mean, I mean is sure. like, it's... yeah, like lunging at uh, somebody or yeah. something like that. A threat. Yeah. Verja knows she has to kill a Q to fight the ghost. Crunch. Get to go through Q first to get that ghost. Uh, like this, like a protection oh, nice. circle. How big is right? the circle? It's a ten-foot radius, I think. I don't know if it has to be, but it's let me let me just confirm that real quick. So it says, yeah, it's a ten foot radius, twenty foot tall cylinder, centered right. on a point on the ground. So what yeah, what you drew is pretty close. Yeah, yeah, and you see him just kind of inscribing runes similar to the tattoos on his body as he begins to mark this. I think we should find the ritual room. 
All right, it seems to be held for the moment as, you know, one of the tendrils comes off, another one pops off of the same wall as its body is continuing to struggle towards Q as Q is uh, carefully, uh, swiftly, but carefully drawing, uh, drawing out this circle here. It does seem that you have some seconds to spare. So what is, uh, let's just go in initiative order just to keep it, just so each person gets it. We're skipping the ghost's turn for now. He is, uh, he seems to be held at bay for the moment. Uh, is it me? Yeah. Or is it Taita? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I actually don't know. Oh, oh, yeah. Taita. Taita and then top of the round, yeah. Just Taita. Uh, Taita walks up just outside of where the circle is and just looks at the ghost and you hear her say, Oh, Humphrey, what have you done? Humphrey is kind of looking, uh, she is looking carefully at the ghost. Justin, Justin hears that. Yes, says, is that, does that one also look like Humphrey? Not That's right, the other ghost looked like Humphrey. The first one, distinctly. Yeah. Uh, she says, mm, not much of a likeness, although I could never be sure what I saw in our meets was what he looked like physically to begin with. Uh, we don't put much stock in the, uh, in the uh, physical appearances Corporeal. at WizardCon, but... Uh, not that that would help us in a later situation. <laughs> uh, she said, uh, she says, but whatever he has done in this place, as she looks around, she says, I am certain now that he was keeping from me some significant details about his work. His journal assured us that he did everything correctly with meticulous care for every detail. He is a very confident man. Uh, one, three, six, nine. Um, we need to find the ritual room, correct? There's no time to lose. Uh, does one, three, six, nine see anything over here or in this? Sorry, over here or can we see through this door? Is this open? (laughs) No, that door is closed and it looks different than the door in, in room number one. Oh, it looks different. I thought you were referencing like this door, like over here. I thought maybe it was another door here that no, was different. The door to the the door to the respite chamber. Uh, everything else that uh. you would name does it look? Does anything look like a ritual chamber? No, it looks exactly identical to floor number one, or not floor, but except for this door. Except for that yes. door is the only fixture. One three six nine goes and the tries mess that is all different. Door. And the books are all different, but that's uh, it is locked, much as it was in room number one. One three six nine tries the key. There is no keyhole. Just like in room number one, it was magically locked, and Drewston unlocked it with a knock just to remind you. One, what? What is the? Let's see. We're gonna go. We're gonna use some speed here. Five. Page turns around to watch. Fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. What's the marking on this door? Uh, the marking on that door says <laughs> says Aha. five colon four. Five colon four. Oh god. Uh, is, someone it, writing it, these down. is it open? It is not. 
Um, but you are the one with the key. I think I have the key. It opens the key. Yeah. Uh, so he sticks it in, turns it. Again, door just swings uh, uh, away from you and through the door frame, you see an exact identical copy of the room that you are in, cool. although different in its nuance Plus of the five, mess 10, and the specific 15, books. 20, 25, 30, 35, and then 40, 45, 50. Looks at the door here in room number four. <laughs> in, uh, in room four... One three six nine sees uh, sees that the door to the so you're looking at the door to the center the central door chamber, but uh, on room four is also closed, no keyhole. This one looks identical to the one that was on room one. Hmm. Let's let's have a consistent terminology for what these different copies of the tower are. Uh, let's call them floors. Does that work for everyone? Or is that going to be too confusing? Floors are good. We'll just say floor. I just sure. need a different rooms overloaded. We're using it for multiple different concepts. We'll just Makes say on floor me. one, uh, it was. It's this is the same, but on floor five, it's different. Uh, four. Uses its action to dash. So then I think <laughs> that's another fifty-five. So five. Uh, 10, he 15. catches a glimpse, just as he's uh -huh. looking there, and like turning on his heels to go of another blue ghostly figure around the corner over here. Uh, gotcha. Kind of like looking at him wide-eyed and slowly floating forward like it hasn't charged yeah. yet. He dashes back in. Uh, oh. I've probably used too many interact with an object actions this turn. Although, I don't know. Can I, can I, I, opened, the I opened the door and unlocked it. Can I then close the door? You didn't even open the door. Key in and turn. The door, door swings opens. Open. Oh, perfect. That's what okay. happened. Yeah, cool. So you've only used one. Interact with an object. Great. Uh, as it runs back through and he comes back and says, uh, the door on floor four is the, on, is the same as the door on floor one. Uh, I think this is the ritual room. Also, there is another ghost. So... Floors Wait. one and four are different from five. One, three, six, nine. Yes. <laughs> God damn it! I hate all of you. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. We need to open this door. <clears throat> this door. Yes, Here? that door. That Working door there. Person shouts. I'll unlock it. Get ready to burst through. No, I'll unlock it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can go first. Hang on. It'll be ready for Barajal. Barajal. Oh, oh, my God. Dan, put um, put uh, Wide-Eyed Ghost as initiative one. Oh. Ghost host. Luckily, this magic circle does neatly fill this uh, space. It... Ah. Maybe. Does yeah. depends on if they can fly. It is only twenty feet tall, and the room is sixty feet tall. Only if they think to fly. We don't know. I don't how know. Smart Maybe they they're are. not flying ghosts. Um, what should I call instead of Goo Goo Ghost? What is the one that it, that is inside the circle right now? That's ghost? Snarl Ghost. That's snarl Ghost. Thank you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> one three six nine is done. Yes. Mm. 
Olvain is up with Justin on deck, and uh, Justin has said, I can unlock the door magically. So you could, uh, you're welcome to delay unless you, if you, unless you have something you want to do. You can, you can, ready for my action, if you have something that you would like the door to be opened for. Does that make sense? Mm, let's see. Oil vein stands right here and he looks at the door with the spy glass for a little bit. And then he crouches and he attempts to misty step through the door. Can he misty step through doors? Actually, that's a good question. I don't know if he can... I guess if he can't see it. Well, does it require you to see it? I would expect uh, you need line of... Uh... Line of sight. sight, or at least line of effect. But if he, but, but if he has faith, no. he can teleport someplace. He but can see. It, what does it say? Yeah, yeah. You have to see it. You have to be able to see for mist, misty step. Ah, bummer. Mm, I don't know. If Pretty sure to, Storm said you just need. Do I want to use my dimension door? No, not really. Um, what is he gonna do? Gonna wait for me to unlock it. Um. Yeah, he's gonna wait for for Drewston to unlock the door. Um. Yeah, he's gonna have uh, another chaos bolt ready to. And um. Yeah, he's gonna wait for that. Uh, then I'll I will tap you so we can come back to you. Justin's turn. He can't knock. He has a slot for it, 60 foot range. He casts it from where he is. He takes out a, a eel horn. Uh, what is? I don't remember which thing? one it was. What's his knock thing? Is it? It wasn't the. It was a key pyramid. that magically. It was a key. It yes, was a, a skeleton key, key that That's appears right. and like instantly goes into like every combination and. It and for like a magical thing. lock, it was like a symbols of runes or something. And then. Uh, is he able to unlock? Does the knock spell successfully? Yes. So, as uh, as Justin uh, finishes this spell, you again hear that loud uh, knock, the the, the slamming uh, uh, the slamming sound that echoes would echo out over the whole area here if the edge of the entire universe weren't you know twenty feet to your whoa um and indeed the doors uh the doors you know they 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 slide forward just slightly as if there's nothing even holding them closed anymore hmm and uh that'll actually be Justin's we just turn is there anything to shoot Uh, the doors aren't. The doors oh. aren't open. They're, they're not just, fully open. They just moved a little just, bit. They're just show, showing that they're that they're loose. Could. They don't. E- they don't even have a. They don't even have like a a, a latching mechanism. Like as soon as the right. knock spell goes off, they're just sort of, you know, if the tower tilted, they would swing open. Are they light enough Describe for an owl? Actually, wait. One, two, three. Yeah, I'm too far from me. Are they light enough to an, for an owl to push its owl head against? They are incredibly uh, I was going to say well machined but it wouldn't be machined uh, in, in, 
incredibly well well, uh, uh, well carved and set doors. Uh, so yes, well, a and yeah, well hung. Thank you. Incredibly well mm-hmm. hung doors. As the mm-hmm. as the, uh, as the it, all it takes is the owl beak pecking it, and it just there's almost no friction at all. So it just it ends up slowly opening well, to its full length and stopping. They do say if when you when someone says you're hung like a mage's door, it means uh, you can't I knew feel anything. Someone was gonna go there. Just no friction. Thank you, Dan. There it's you no go. Friction. No friction. <laughs> All right. Uh, Anga. If you didn't say friction, we might have gotten away clean, Greg. I knew your goose was cooked. All righty. So what do you do? You... Anga. So Justin can't make that run, but he says, Anga. Uh, Eric, could you mute yourself? Just make it a yeah. lot of noise. Um, uh, he has Anga push into the door to just have one of them slowly. As Anga pushes the door. And it silently, unlike the uh, unlike the the floor doors that make a noticeable creak noise, it just silently swings inward, and you do not see a bubbling pond and a uh, and a bridge there. Instead, you see a grand ritual chamber. <laughs> and obviously a ritual chamber as arcane, uh, uh, as arcane diagrams and runes are carved intricately into the floor. There is gold, uh, uh, gold and, uh, and platinum inset into the ground. This is, this is not like chalked on. This is, this is carefully, uh, carefully installed. It, uh, even the, the, uh, the the gold inlaid designs even snake outward from the circle and go up the walls as far as you can see and and continue to swirl and have runes all throughout this uh, this square chamber here it seems that uh, it is not just you know it's not just in the floor but the walls going all the way up drives the magic in this room and right smack dab in the middle of that circle is a figure on its back, a portly fellow in fine wizard robes. A, a almost, uh, uh, the wizard robes are uh, blues and purples uh, in an almost, I don't wanna say tie-dye because it, it gives the wrong impression, but just a, like a, 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 is it mottled? Blotched. Blotched, like a blotched kind of color. It's, it's, a, it's, an, it's an elegant uh, fabric. I mean, this is, this is, Anyone that's so, done some trading knows hippie. that, like, yeah, you you put this thing on your trading caravan, and you're 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 trading with the with the tip top uh, traders, and it's uh, not here to appreciate. That's true. Okay. In the robes and the wizard uh, pointy wizard hat, which is uh, on the floor beside this wizard who's uh, on his back, the. Uh, gaunt skin stretched taut and translucent over the skeleton of this man. That's what's in the room. That looks like Humphrey. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Correct guess. Uh, yes, it is. The, without a doubt. Gaunt skin stretched, stretched over the skeleton. Does the man look, uh, appear to be... As, as in like five years decayed. Okay. Yeah. 
there is a sorry you don't know what a, a, a dead a person five year uh, dead body in a relatively low weather impact area looks like you don't google these things before our games i mean i watched young frankenstein um but yes yeah i think he's, money. he's dead it is a dead body um okay. and and looks a number of years uh decayed beautiful robes though he's fine though and yeah, one three six nine undoubtedly recognizes. At least the clothes. Humphrey Dumpf. Face looks a bit different. It's been a while. Lost some weight. Not sure if you don't recognize, if you don't remember what he looked like, or. Well, he just kind of says, "Now that's not him. The guy I know was alive. He was alive and moving. He was alive. Mm-hmm. His uh, meat was far more moisturized. <laughs> the wizard I know would be very mad that I'm in here, and he's not yelling at me." Um, <laughs> the, uh, is there anything else in there? Uh, a door on the back wall, uh, just like the other floor. Just like uh, floor one. Struston says, Drat! Oh, uh, hang on, hang on. There is, is a... there is one more thing in there. Uh, the ghost beam? Which is a strange... Oh, uh, um, 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 um. A completely mundane... A raven and a writing desk. So, uh, yes, thank you for reminding me. This is this is an important bit. Attached to the back of this... Uh, uh, oh, so Humphrey Dumphrey is on his back, and he seems kind of arched over a, uh, uh, a, a sack that he is carrying on his back. And from his uh, outstretched dead hand on the ground is some sort of device, almost looks like a cross between a, a staff and uh, a, maybe a magic staff and a magic rod. Um, and it seems to be attached to the sack on his back. Uh... I don't really understand what you're describing. Can you give it more detail? It's like a staff, um, and it's got like some rods sticking out of it, and there's some carvings and arcane sigils, and there's like this um, a tube attached to the uh, to the sack that he's wearing as a backpack. Um, I can't quite visualize it. Uh, it's just you know you have to use your uh, imagination. Okay. <laughs> if anyone else can figure out good something way. like that. Oh, where is it? Slack. Is that Etsy? Yeah, kind of okay. really similar to that. A little more medieval, um, but Ooh, yes. Uh, yeah, coincidentally, very similar uh, to a Ghostbusters uh, proton wow. pack. Uh, I didn't That's realize weird. that. That is weird. Wow, uh, how uncanny. I thought you were describing a colostomy bag. For a <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, oh dude, why? Why? <laughs> It's got the tubes and Kevin's sitting there laughing and he's like, I feel like I'm laughing about- for a different reason than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's full of spoo. <laughs> it's got a like, staff. I don't remember that part of the movie. Uh, <clears throat> perfect. Justin says <clears throat> really quickly. <clears throat> I think I think we need to lure the the ghosts from each of the floors into that chamber. Who's after Justin? Or you guys can talk, I don't care. Uh, 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 Oil Vein had readied uh, Spellerino. But it no, it didn't trigger. There was Just no... want to yeah. clarify. So, you are untapped. Oh, goodness. Now it is Q with Bear John deck. 
and two ghosts. We have Should to gather we go... them. Should we collect the goo from the other two ghosts we fought? As trophies. Uh, Q the book and... said we needed five ghosts. Did we kill two of them? I definitely killed one. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> killed two entities in this tower. Q, who is furiously working on his ritual... Uh, oh yeah, his circle. Yeah. We'll just say he's picked up enough on the conversation to say... You, you found his corpse? Perhaps I may speak with him. But like seems kind of strained about what to do because right. he has a couple of competing priorities here. Uh, he says, perhaps collect the goo, the ecto. I'll finish my circle and then speak with, speak with the wizard. Okay. I in my hand. Who can retrieve the goo? Do I need a jar? Right, I could I run and sometime. scoop it up in my hands. What if you get it mixed up? What if that makes what, it not work? What's Q's thinking here? Um, it only takes a minute to do this. It seems like a minute to make sure that he can get this ghost. Uh, you know, more more fixed is good. And then he casts the Speak with the Dead spell. It's specifically, he can speak with a corpse, ask, get five questions. This is, this seems like his wheelhouse, if this is truly the corpse of a human. And he would what like third? to try that. Okay, I was just, uh, the, the, the goo. Yeah. I was trying to understand the, the instructions about the, the, the Someone else goo. said, someone it. else said, like, we should oh. get the goo of the oh, ones oh, he killed. It's like, see. sure, get that goo. Uh, can you can you call. can you cancel can you get rid of the circle easily? Um, he can not complete the ritual. Oh, if, oh, you, if oh. you complete it so, and keep it in place. Yeah. So Q is currently in the middle of still drawing that. We're like, we're like ten seconds yeah. into that minute yeah. of drawing there. Um, I think he should complete it. I'm just want to make sure it's not like a. We may have another ghost coming through that door before he finishes drawing it, because one saw me and was may follow. There may be a second ghost. Uh -oh. I think the idea of luring him in the room sounds good. I like that plan. Hmm. And we have two who are going to be here pretty soon. Drusen can grab the backpack. Well, it's 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 not Drusen's turn. Like it, we're, right. right now, we're going in turn order because Sam's right. There's yes. there's hostile forces coming. So, Q, you're still drawing the circle. The situation yeah, yeah. has changed, yeah. so you can change what you're doing, obviously. Totally. Uh, he is drawing the circle, and in terms of whether or not the spell can be ended, unclear to me reading the spell. Unclear. Okay, How so many for his rounds turn... of combat will it take him to finish that? I mean, if we go by 10 second rounds, six. Call it a call it a heads we abstracted time a little bit there so call it his next turn he could finish it okay yeah he's going to he, he intends on buying time this ritual seems 
complex. He wants to speak with the wizard. Um, yeah, he'd like to. He'd like to buy that time. He's going to complete this. All right. How long does the cast with dead ritual talk take? That is an action. Okay. Ah. Oh, if you don't do it as a ritual, you can do it in action. Nice. He, he can he can do it not as a ritual. Yeah. So he's cool. still doing the the circle right now, right? Yeah. Okay. Bear jaws up. Snarl ghost on deck. Okay. Bear jaw is unsure of how to help here. She's been given the job to go get some goo, so that's what she'll go do. Um, recalling back to her previous experience seconds ago, uh, where's the nearest goo? I think the door that we came through, 1-5. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, there's goo right, right in that room. Yeah. Okay, like, so she's, she's going to go in there. There should be goo, like, right there and right maybe somewhere here. Yes. Okay, so she in goes... In that room? So she goes through the door. Bloop. She's standing in the goo now, more or less. Yeah, it's yeah, like she is. in the doorway. All right, she uh, she thinks about it for a second. You know what? They probably don't want her to like show up with goo just in her hands. <laughs> so she reaches into her pack and she gets out her flask, and she drinks it because you're not going to waste it, obviously. Um, once that's empty, she begins the task of scooping the goo into her hand and then kind of jiggling it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's what she does. This is not no her way. her personal. This no, she's really glad no one's around to see it actually, because this is just. I mean, maybe she like thinks to grab like one of the pieces of a broken book and like scoop it. You know, kind of scrape it into, you know, and then like let it drip the... off, drip it off the edge of the book. I like you it. know into the. How did I get goo duty? Maybe a little bit of that going on. Yeah, goo duty. Yeah, there's like she should. She really should have used her her drinking horn, which she has on her hip. But there's something about using it for that purpose that is naturally inhibiting her even thinking of that option so she's just got like a regular like metal flask with a tiny little hole in the top uh and she spends her time doing that thoroughly making sure no uh, no bit of goo is left undeposited <laughs> if it if it overflows she'll have to come up with something else but if it can be contained in a flask then she's good cool. and that's what bear does <laughs> I like that Scrimcorn would have his like his cooking tools. He's got all sorts of things. He would have funnels and ladles. Like he, he'd do he it. Mock has, has got all sorts of his own like tools as well. You send Bearjaw little... and she's like bare hands. <laughs> Shove it into a flask. Ruined that <laughs> flask. It's it's now a it's ghost goo flask thing. Yes. I don't even know it's the, what the word is for it anymore. The flinging the... Yeah. Alright. So, that's bear jaw. Turn Next done. up. Uh, that's, it's a ghost. It's Snarl ghost, I believe. It's both ghosts, right? Both ghosts. Alright, Snarl oh, ghost, ghost is still ghost. struggling against its self bonds as uh, that is, it is looking down at... Um, 
at, at Q, who is uh, you know working on finishing up this uh, finishing up this circle. More of this sort of finger. I can't help but think of them as those tendrils, those, those sticky, those sticky hands that toy things uh, that you stick onto glass. It's glass. like ten of those, and they're they're oh my god, they're slopping oh, off of it. There's like uh, there's only the like ground, two left on dirty. one side and one left on the no other side dirty. as they're still trying to struggle um, against it. Seems to be still held at bay, but that is when wide-eyed ghost appears through the open. Uh, Five four doorway uh, over at the far end of the room here. Uh, it is floating in rapidly, coming in through that way. But that was its entire move action. This ghost is uh, this ghost is actually walking on its feet. Its feet don't really yeah. line up with the ground when it walks. It's doing the kind of classic ice skating effect. Uh, it's like making the motions of walking, but it is clearly actually just floating through the room. And uh, it is walking forward with his arms at its sides, with its eyes as wide as could be as it, uh, uh, as it walks forward and wiggles its entire top half of its body. It's no longer the wide-eyed ghost. It's the wiggly ghost. <laughs> um... That's wide all it does. Tida is wiggly ghost. All right, wide eyed wiggly ghost. Uh, that one is coming at ya. Uh, Tita is up. Um, so I'm gonna yell at Tita to do something. Tita, uh, Tita looks to Drewston and says, "What do you need?" Um. Actually, guys, should we should we tell Taita to put the backpack on? Maybe she should get the goo. Mm, you seem like you're fair really job, good. mother's <laughs> to her. So another pile of maybe Taita should have come in the other room. Goo. She's just saying that um, she could suck it up in her uh, straw fingers. Ooh. Yeah! Oh my god, that would be exactly <laughs> the right person to send for this job. Taita, we need you to get the goo. Something tells me Bearjaw's not doing so well. Uh, yeah, Tida tells her to help Bearjaw with the goo. Uh, and she does. She takes off in a sprint towards uh, door five. Terminator one. run. All right. That. Top of the initiative. Round. Top of the initiative. Beginning of round three, we are at one three six nine with Oil Vane on deck. And let's say we'll continue next week at that point. Top of the round is a good thing, and we're nine minutes away here. I don't like stopping nine minutes early, but I think this is the right spot to do it in. Yep. Sure. The next round's gonna be big. Yeah, exactly. Wanna have that be coordinated here. Evan is gonna lose it when he finds out he got a restrained book back. Yes. Yes, it is still animated. Your new best friend. My message I'm sending him. I used one entangle charge. One, a second level spell slot, 25 hit points, enough paint to create a book strap, and I got you a live book bat. You're welcome. In all capital letters. <laughs> live <laughs> book bat. Well, now I want to go AFK for a session and see what what presents I get. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with you behind the uh, the helm. Kalen, I used up 
The hammer of all souls. Really sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gone. Yeah. And also, I mean, the honey jar is crushed. Dan you know, did have the opportunity fair. to break the staff of power fair. over his knee when he was in control <laughs> of oil vein. <laughs> It, it was Just an amazing feat round. of restraint that you did not. Good we job. walk into the house. Should have done Greg it. says, a book, a book starts flapping its cover. I said, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen. Before this campaign is over, it'll happen.